Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children. Music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Welcome to the broadcast whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. We are situated broadcasting from the great, beautiful state of Arizona in the American Southwest. And if you'd like to contact us tonight, you can email us at rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. It is the new year here in Arizona already, 2022, for those of you listening in another time zone, Pacific time, by the end of tonight's show, you will be in 2022. A lot of our audience, though, it's already 2022, already in a new year, a new year that is symbolized by the tiger. For those of you who have listened to The Secret Teachings, you'll know that we talked earlier in 2021 about the year of the ox and the year before that was the year of the rat or the year of the lab rat appropriately enough the year of the ox 2021 is an interesting year because from the lab rat to the ox the ox is a beast of burden that is sacrificed after its usefulness is acquired it is a sacrificial animal once the duty of the ox is complete. The beast, the being, the essence, the energy, the spirit is sacrificed on the altar. And so it's kind of interesting how we've had the year of the rat and the beginning of the so-called pandemic, the year of the lab rat, the development of experimental mRNA vaccines, and then the year of the ox, the animal that is considered useful in this case, in this regard as part of an experiment and now that the experiment is over to some degree the ox is to be sacrificed and what came out of the lab rat and the ox experiment and the sacrificing of the beast is 2022 the year of the tiger now the tiger is a symbol of raw sexuality it is a symbol of personal protection when you see a a tiger the face of a tiger or the body of a tiger It's usually a symbol of protection. Uh, Gamblers tend to use the tiger because it's a symbol of financial protection. Uh, The Chinese pray to the tiger to invoke wealth and to invoke protection. And because it is a symbol of raw sexuality and a symbol of protection, the tiger has this ability in the mythos, in the mythology, to kind of have a, a form of second sight. It can see in in multiple worlds, kind of like a dog. Dogs are able to see in multiple worlds. That's why Anubis in Egypt is the assistant, or Canis Major, the dog. Anubis is the assistant of Osiris in the underworld. And so in this way, the tiger is very similar to the wolf. In fact, there are stories of, we know about the werewolf, but there are stories of were-tigers, you know, people that change into tigers, kind of maybe like a skinwalker in some way, but 
people that shapeshift into a tiger rather than a wolf. In fact, in the Chinese myth of Little Red Riding Hood, the wolf is actually a tiger. The Chinese consider the tiger to be the king of the beasts, not the lion. The tiger is lord of the land animals. If you associate it with the directions of north, south, west, and east, something that we talk about very heavily in my book, Occult Arcana, the northern tiger is the black tiger, the southern tiger is red, the western tiger is white, and the eastern tiger is blue. Now, in the mythology, and I went through a, an old Chinese symbol book that I have in my book collection. It's a, kind of an older book, and uh, those are the types of books I find that I can get the most uh, credible information or the most, it's written in a, in a, in a kind of a different way. It's more, written more in an artistic way. So I, I went through that book and I tried to look up what the tiger represented in, in like classical terms. And apparently the tiger is birthed by a metamorphosis in the constellation Ursa Major. And I find that interesting for a lot of reasons. Number one, the tiger, according to the Chinese, is seven feet in length. Sometimes the tail of the tiger is considered seven feet in length, and that's because the tiger is a symbol of the male principle, the yang, of the yin and the yang, and the number of the yang is seven. Of course, we know about the seven sisters or the seven bright stars of Ursa Major, and we know that the Egyptians called Ursa Major, not the bear, which might be a mistranslation, they called Ursa Major the dog of Set, or the dog of Typhon. So although we consider the tiger to be a symbol of protection and a symbol of wealth or something that, that can provide us with wealth and abundance, and this has a lot of different meanings, there is a darker side to the tiger, if you will. In fact, the tiger is a symbol of protection just like the symbol of the pentagram and just like the symbol of the swastika. In fact, the swastika, according to some astrologers, is derived from the stars in Ursa Major. The tiger represents military prowess. In fact, when soldiers would eat tigers or people would eat tigers, they believe, uh, it's kind of like sympathetic magic, natural magic, that they would acquire the power of that tiger, the same reason that you would carry a, a, you know, a, a tiger's paw or a claw or wear tiger, uh, you know, a, a, a coat of tiger uh, fur. Right? They have fur, right? It's like a fur. And what I found really interesting, because there are neutral ways to look at the tiger as an astrological symbol, as a mythological symbol, as a, as a symbol in and of itself, but the tiger lives for a thousand years. And, and I think it's interesting in the mythology that the tiger lives for a thousand years because when I heard that, when I read that, I thought, well, in relationship to the year of the rat and the year of the lab rat and the year of the ox, the beast of burden that's sacrificed to bring about the year of the tiger, the year of the tiger is essentially the thousand Reich, the thousand year Reich. At least that's what I thought. And when I read more into the mythos of the tiger, in the mythology, when you are eaten by a tiger, you become a demon. You become a devil. The spirit of a person consumed by the tiger encourages the beast to devour more souls. That makes the tiger kind of like the Wendigo or the Watiko, what some call the mind virus. This is particularly popular in a lot of native legend and folklore. They made a movie that was kind of loosely based on that recently. But the Wendigo or the Watiko. Spirit of the person consumed by the tiger devours 
more souls through using this beast. So those that are killed by the tiger, especially in a very violent death, they only can return to life by finding a replacement for the soul. Otherwise, the soul serves as a slave to the tiger after being bitten. It's kind of like that story in Pirates of the Caribbean with, uh, with Davy Jones, right? And the, and the Flying Dutchman. You, you can get out of service if you replace your soul with another soul. And not all souls are equal. Some souls are worth more than others. So this made me think the tiger represents a thousand years of power. When you are consumed by the tiger through the lab rat experiments and the sacrificing of the ox, you become a devil. And the only way that you can be released from this servitude of consuming others by being possessed by perhaps an ideology or the symbol of the tiger is by finding another soul to take your place. So whether it's the astrology, whether it's the astronomy, whether it's the mythology, whether it's Eastern or Western, from the symbol of protection, whether it's the swastika, the tiger, the pentagram, it's the transformation of the tiger into other forms or man into beast. Whatever it might be, the tiger represents a lot of things. Looking at it from a strictly astrological, astronomical, and mythological point of view, It could represent good fortune and protection. Looking at it from an exploitative point of view, using the tiger as a sigil for acquiring power, the tiger is essentially the thousand-year Reich. And those that are consumed by it become devils that encourage the beast to devour more souls, kind of like the spreading of darkness and evil. And it is Ursa Major in the northern sky, which is the land of the black tiger, the dark tiger which brings death and destruction like the four horses of the apocalypse, black for fall, and then white, of course, is the spring, the pale horse is the winter, and the red horse brings us the summer again. If you're just joining us, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, a special end-of-the-year edition of The Secret Teachings tonight. Only an hour after this show is over, it will replay immediately. You can go to the website after the show to find it, in our free archive, but if you'd like to avoid those advertisements in the free archive, which you can find on Apple, Spreaker, Deezer, Podcast Addict, and so many more, there's a link on our website to all of those, or you can subscribe to the archive to get access to all the shows ad-free. You'll also get a private RSS feed, you'll get digital copies of my books, and you will get access to the montage archive, www.thesecretteachings.info. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. And now I'm going to bring on someone who is very familiar to you on the Fringe FM, especially if you listen to Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, and that is Mary Ducina. And Mary has been invested in the subject of astrology and astronomy and the turning of the mechanisms of the heavens, the turning of the wheel for many, many decades. And I thought, let's go ahead and bring Mary on The Secret Teachings tonight to talk about the end of 2021 and what perhaps awaits us in 2022. Mary Ducina, welcome to The Secret Teachings. It's been a long time coming. How are you? Thank you, and and blessings to you and your listeners, your beautiful audience. And I was fascinated by, by all your research about the tiger. I Just to continue with some new information on that for your audience, the, in the Chinese culture, the children will often wear hats 
or images of the tiger because it represents, you know, the protection of the wealth and prosperity in Toto in that culture. And for the Chinese New Year, it's going to be the actual new moon will be on February the 2nd when the Chinese New Year begins. They start to celebrate it, though, on February 4th and 5th. This is when they will be going into the temple with silver envelopes and red envelopes because they see it as a time to allow the blessing way of prosperity, how they bring it and how they will receive it. The other time that they go to temple with the black water tiger, which is the thunder, the movement in the, in the current, the currency of, of the flow of the water tiger is going to be what we celebrate as the, the full moon, but it's a lunar year for the Chinese. So they, their biggest day of going to the temple will be on the 18th of February and around the 3 to 5 a.m. time zone for a host of reasons in Chinese culture that I won't labor is a time for where they, they allow themselves to receive the prosperity. So they begin to celebrate it on February 4th, 5th, but then they allow themselves, which in the magic and the manifestation of prosperity, we ask so that we may receive and then we may summon in a host of different ways. But in order, you've got to get yourself also positioned as that divine antenna, as, as the ability to be the, the sacred satellite dish to receive the transmissions and allow them to be downloaded into your multifaceted beingness. So that in their culture, that date of being able to receive the bounty will be February the 18th in our measurement of time in, in 2022. And with, with the midnight hour, I was looking at different cultures, and although I'm not Jewish, and although I'm not full Irish, I, it, or full pagan, or any of those things, because I don't like titles, I just like to, you know, by my work, she shall work, know me, and put boots on the ground, and, and walk, your, walk your walk, don't talk it. I found a couple of interesting things that seem to suit the fabulous way that Ryan has in, in digging deep into research, which helps you know, bring up the intelligence level of anybody that listens to these things. One of the Irish customs is that at midnight in your time zone, you open up the main door that you go in and out of to your home, your apartment, your trailer, your condo, whatever that is, wherever you live, you open up the main door that you enter and exit from so that the, the Irish believe that you're actually, and blow from your own breath, exhale from your own breath as you open that door to bid the old year a happy farewell. So it's like you're blowing out 2021, and if you're mystical at all, you're giving thanks for the challenges and the lessons that came in with that, besides just being disgruntled only and saying, good riddance, I hated this year, blah, blah, blah. So that's an <laughs> Irish custom. And the, there's a pagan prayer. I, I tend to lean in toward First Nations indigenous cultures, but there's a pagan prayer that I came across, if you don't mind, Ryan, that I would love to just give audio to. No, not at so all. Go ahead. Can, so, so it can kind of go an, an overarching way for all of us as we enter this new vortex, as we've entering, entering in now into the vortex of 2022. And I'll talk a little bit about the numerology because there's so much, you know, that you'll be talking about it for a while in January. So this is the pagan prayer for the new year. So I, might, I remind my clients all the time, whether I'm doing their celestial mechanics of their chart or I'm working holistically with them or through, you know, artistic visuals of the tarot, when we inhale we are allowing life to be brought into something. We're granting it life. We're granting it space. And when you exhale, you are releasing and letting go of 
any type of deleterious energy or that which you wish to let go of and not let it tether or leash you anymore. So as you breathe in, kind of hold that breath. Maybe breathe in to a count of four or hold the breath to a count of two. Spirits of old, spirits of new, you who are signpost on the ancient ways, today I leave the old year behind. With it, I leave my troubles. With it, I leave and release my pains. With it, I leave all things that have hurt me and those I love. Spirits of the new year 2022, young and full of energy and warmth, today I greet you and honor you. Let the new year bring opportunity. Let this new year bring forgiveness. Let the new year bring light, glory, and joy. Let my first footfall be upon the right path. May this new year, 2022, be filled with potential, and may I do great things with that gift. So be it. Oh. I'm, I'm taking a deep breath as you read that, a couple of deep breaths, and, and releasing and exhaling. I want to ask and you, that's Mary. that's the magic. That's it, the magic, Ryan, right there. Boots on the ground, participating with your multidimensional energy bodies. Go ahead. Well, I, I have... I have um, almost like an obsession. It's like a, I need to prepare excessively when I do a radio show. I, I make sure not only do I do the research, but I kind of prepare it in my head before I go on in order to articulate properly what I want to convey to the audience on whatever the theme, whatever the subject is. And so in doing that, I tend to get a lot of tension in my body, which I've worked on over the years, because I just want things not necessarily to be perfect, but there's something that it's almost like something spiritual, if you will, communicates through my conscious, uh, through the subconscious and the unconscious and says, no, this is the way to properly articulate it. And I think maybe we could call that the higher self. But I listen, Absolutely. I listen to that so intently, Mary, that it gives me like bodily, physical anxiety. And I, have, I really have to learn. Uh, I'm trying. I really have to learn to take those deep breaths and inhale and exhale properly. Okay, well, let me give you another wonderful way um, for encoding the empowerment of job well done, pat yourself on the back type of a thing for your your diligence and your dedication. (laughs) So many times, many times when I'm getting ready to to enter into the energetic aura of someone's starry medicine wheel or I'm going to actually have the responsibility, to your point, of someone's hopes, perhaps expectations, or just they're all tangled up and knotted up and they've called me and, and spirit and, and the higher guides have chosen me in that moment. And whether I've read for someone a hundred times, to me, every time I work with someone's frequencies, I have, to your point about the sense of responsibility and, and honoring that and respecting that, I'm to read for that person like I've never read for them before and may never read for them again. Because it's that moment in time, it's the gift of the present. So oftentimes, and especially in a water tiger year, I'll get a simple little plastic, um, um, almost like those drawers you have in little storage things. I pull the drawer out. It's like a plastic thing you can find at the dollar store, one of the big box stores. And I get my Dr. Teal's Epsom salts, whatever scent or flavor that you like. They have it with CBD. They have it with citrus. They have it with Coke. They have it with everything. And I make the nice warm. So as you're preparing for the show, for example, or I'm going to do get ready that hour before my client, I'm putting the, the water as warm as you can stand it, slosh it with my hand, and I'm soaking the Pisces, the S-O-L-E, 
S-O-U-L, sounding the same, the souls. I'm getting into the soul and the sovereignty of the respect of the moment and the magic of the moment being really present with our work, with, with the, the desire to up-level, to help people level up to their own higher frequencies by soaking your feet. There's an electromagnetic balance that happens. It's a type of communion and baptism, which isn't always to the mouth. So we have the Pisces feature of the feet. That's in medical astrology what Pisces rules. It rules the feet. It's a water sign. It's the 12th sign. We're in the, we end the year in the 12th measured month of the way we dance with the calendar pretty much. And so we're in the 12 vibration. We've passed solstice. 1221 it's usually it, it, it varies with leap years but we have that one two two one so when you soak your feet the magnesium salts and the epsom salts go up through all those nerve endings we're pretty hard on our feet i mean we're pretty hard on our feet i mean they carry us around they balance us you know they're they're like the horizontal balance to our walking sticks of our limbs you know the native peoples teach you have a trunk in your body like the tree you have limbs with your arms and your legs and your feet are your movable roots. So by nourishing them, the magnesium then flows into the warm water up through the largest organ, the skin, relaxes all those nerve endings and, and vital chakras in the bottom of the feet of the Pisces, the sign of mystery and, and the oceanic effluvia of the womb waters of our Mother Earth, and you take it up into your body. Now, what I'll also do is I'll get frankincense oil, and I will adorn my pineal, the third eye, with that and the crown chakra with frankincense oil as I'm doing that whole process. And like I got up this morning, to your point, I was studying at 8 o'clock this morning for a couple of hours to respect this moment and all the little radiations of light for perhaps a thirsty soul, perhaps a downtrodden uh, person to be able to be lifted up in light. Lord, lift me up. And in many of the Psalms in, in the Old Testament and the Bible, there's a word, not after all of them, but in some of the Psalms. And it, it, it struck my curiosity about 20 years ago, what is that word? And it's spelled S. E-L-A-H, Selah. And I looked it up, because I liked etymology, the origin and roots of oh, words, me and it means, me Lord, lift me up. So it means, lift me up from this. Help me rise up from this. The phoenix rising up. You know, let me be lifted up from this 3D, earthly, uh, external material world, uh, hardship or burden, to your point about the ox. You know, it, it, we came in as spirit. We are currently residing in an earthly vessel but we came in as spirit. And I tell my clients all the time, I don't care to debate you on where you think we came from with spirit and what all that means and what you adhere to. Great. Rock it. Walk your walk. But we came in from some kind of supernatural, fantastic spirit world. We took on this earth skin, this earth vessel. So we are the, the spirit is the communion inside the earth vessel any year, any turning of the wheel, any season. And when we leave here, we will leave as some type of biochemical, prismatic, electromagnetic, fantastic uh, series of, of radiations and frequencies. But while we're here in the earthly walk, the more that we return to the source of our origin. So rather than just, for me, I'm just speaking for me, I'm not debating anybody. Rather than just religiosity and, and changing man-made rules, what I do is I work with, I call in the holiest of hosts. I, I call in almighty I am frequencies. I work with 
the seraphim and the cherubim and, and the thrones and the dominions, and I bless the almighty I am forces of light, and I say, imbue me. Great Spirit, Holy Ghost, imbue me. Let me be your antenna and your agent that wherever I walk, whenever I leave, whatever I enter into, I am representing that that you are and may it uplift the room you know there's a saying a celtic saying that says walk into the room as if your ancestors were walking in with you because they are because they are i I think it's interesting that you bring up the idea of water and you bring up the the epsom salts because i didn't tell you this but recently since i've moved out here to arizona i've been soaking my feet in epsom salt water and uh, cool. first time since I was a kid, I've actually got a fireplace here at the new, the new place I'm living. And uh, I've been burning that fireplace virtually every night and uh, watching the flames and feeling the warmth because it's a little bit chilly here sometimes in the, in the desert during the winter. And uh, there's something about that fire in particular that has, has kind of rejuvenated not only you know, the, the, the warmth and, and the light, but also something, there's something soulful about the fire. There's something soulful about the water. Those those four elements we overlook. I mean, we're, we're constantly interacting with earth, constantly interacting with water. Yeah, we are made of them. It is the essence of what creates, what manifests, what cultivates everything. And, and I think it's so prevalent. We just overlook the importance of those elements in our everyday lives. And we just sit down like, like I have been unintentionally. I watch that fire. I feel the warmth. I see the light. And, and you can see whatever it is that people call creation whatever it is that people call God, in those elements, I feel. Absolutely. And when you bring that around, when you bring that around uh, celestially and the celestial mechanics, you know, some people relate the the stars to uh, a clock, you know, the the 12 hours here and the 12 signs and the 12 houses and the 12 zones. I like to akin it to the great medicine wheel. and, uh, And I also like to look at the fire. When you look at the fire, now, I throw frankincense resin. I throw what they call frankincense tears into my ceremonial fires. I mean, like, I'll, you can buy the resin, and I actually take those frankincense tears, which is the resin, like they use in the thermal in, in Orthodox churches when the altar uh, boys come and they're, they're swinging the, the golden thermal and, and the beautiful, that's saging and smudging the, in, the, in the Greek Orthodox Serbian Catholic churches. They're swinging before the priest comes down. The altar boys are allowing that church to be filled with the, the aroma, the holy smoke of the frankincense tears. And when I have a fire outside, if I have a fire in my home and it's a wood fire, I'm throwing a handful of those frankincense tears because frankincense is, is definitely a cleansing holy oil. Some people will throw a sprig of lavender or they'll throw a Palo Salto wood or, or, or white sage or something in their fire. It doesn't take much, just a little bit. So you can actually then thank the energies of the fire. But when you look at the fire in the air signs, okay, when you look at fire has to have oxygen, it has to have air. So the fire and the air signs are yang. So when you're dealing with Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, those are yang, masculine, electrical vibrations primarily. When you're dealing with the earth and the water, the yin in the celestial scope of things, when we're dealing with Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, Earth, and we're dealing with Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, water, 
then what we have is think about the mountain and the waterfall. Whenever you've been hiking in any type of mountain and you come upon that beautiful reservoir of water, you know, whether I was in Northern California or I was in the beach in, in Florida, you know, when you, you know, the, the native teachers, the medicine men I've worked with for over 30 years would remind me the ocean waters, the waters, especially the salt waters, are the womb waters of our Mother Earth. Yes. And the mountains are her breast that feed us. That's why people tend to, when they get into it, like a tight spot in their life or they feel like they're frustrated, they want to get to the mountains or they want to get to the edge of the sea, and they're releasing with those waves that are coming in and out. They're full of death and life. The ocean's full of death and life everywhere. And what's interesting about 2022 is that our primary energies, a lot of people are talking about just the Pluto return, lots of data out there, people, I'll touch on it lightly, lots of research data out there right now, astrologers been talking about it since 2020, is that we've got a heavy emphasis as we enter 2022 with Jupiter, happy, happy, happy to be home in the sign of Pisces. Jupiter loves Pisces, and it's going to meet up with Neptune in Pisces. Neptune, Poseidon rules uh, with Pisces, and Jupiter's happiest when it's in Sagittarius or Pisces. So we've got those two. Jupiter is no longer answering to Saturn and Aquarius right now for the year of 2021, for a brief period in 2021, like March to May, Jupiter slipped in to the, to the ocean waters for the communion and baptism by water when it slipped into Pisces, and it did its retrograde and went back into Aquarius, but now it's moved in to Pisces. It did it on December 28th. And what's happening is Jupiter, the most benevolent Zeus by Jove, jovial, has gone in to the enchantment and, and the, the effluvia in the womb waters of the Divine Mother. So there, we are pregnant with possibilities. We are to have divine divorces. We are to allow divine deaths, if you will. The divine death is when we're able to actually get untethered and release those and that that were harsh fractures and wounds to our spirit in times past, especially over the last 12 years, because it's been 12 years, that's a Jupiter cycle, since it's been in Pisces. So like with the, so sign, of, that, like with the sign of the cool. tiger, Mary, those that are consumed by the tiger are, are essentially yes. slaves or servants to it, but there is an escape, there is a way out of it through a, a form of spiritual initiation or uh, some kind of spiritual... Um, some kind of spiritual progression, and we can escape the, the jaws of that tiger, if you will, in 2022. Okay, the first, exactly, the first baptism by water as it's written in the second baptism by fire. Hence, your adoring of the fire and the fire spirit. So the, the fire right now is being able to be into the fire of our higher self, our soul, our, our divine sovereignty to the angelic realm, to the as above world, to the constellations, to the, you know, to, to the Alaskan, to the Inuit tribes. They don't see them just as stars. They see them as the lights of their ancestors in the dark. They, they, they know that that's their ancestors looking down upon them. And back to our Hebraic uh, cultural reference, this is a Shemitah year. So 2014 was the last Shemitah year. And the Shemitah year, I'm not Jewish. You can go ask your Jewish people that really know this. I'm just going to touch on it. Don't think I'm a know-it-all at all. But what I understand that's, that's mystically interesting about a Shemitah year is that in the seventh year, you let the land rest. The debts are forgiven. You stop focusing on where you're indebted or someone's indebted to you. In the Shemitah year, which 2014 and the blood moons, and then now 
come this 2022, the Shemitah year, is that the farmers literally let that area that they've been growing again and again and, and plowing and nurturing and all, it's a, it's a year of rest and you guys can research that. So what's happening is there's a lot of abundance that begins this year of 2022. Numerologically, it's a six. We've got the 2022. So it's a six that pulls up the lover's card in, in the tarot. And the six in numerology has a lot to do with allowing the harmony Instead of fighting with duality, instead of fighting with the yin-yang, the electric or the magnetic, the, the yin is magnetic, the yang is electrical, we now have vibrational medicine that's holistic. Holistic means you start with what's holy for you. You start with the soul. You have to heal it. It's not body, mind, spirit. The, the correct order is spirit, soul, into mind, then how that does an ill at easement or a diseasement in the body. If you heal the, the discontent, if you heal the wound in your spirit or your soul and you find your soul anchor, your mind will start to release the anxiety. Your mind will start to be able to set intentions and affirmations and relax and get out of the monkey mind. So what, so what does this provides us with opportunity for abundance, but I think a lot of people, a lot of people feel as if there's the opportunity there for abundance, but that means that it just comes to me. I don't do anything to acquire it because it's just a new year. But we have to no. actively engage with it. Right. So to your point about the tiger, and you know what's interesting, in the news last night in Naples, Florida, you and I both spent time in Florida, there was a cleaning crew guy that wasn't responsible for feeding the animals, taking care of the animals, or nothing. There's still an investigation on this, but he called 911 himself and apparently had a body cam on. It's in Naples, Florida at the zoo, and he stuck his arm into the thing with the tiger. The tiger, tiger, was eight years old, and so the tiger started attacking his arm. I don't know, we don't know yet if he fed him all that allegations. Well, what we do know is that the policeman came and he tried to knock the tiger off the guy's arm. He was being eaten by the tiger, Ryan. And, and, the, guy's like, and the guy that was being eaten on his arm is like, shoot it, shoot it. So I, you hear someone in the background saying, do you have a tranquilizer gun? And the, and the officer's like, no. So the officer shoots it once, tiger lets go. And so the guy goes to the hospital, don't know the results of that, but I thought, wow, tiger year, and here we have a tiger yeah. attack. But it wasn't the tiger's fault, but the tiger, the veterinarian got to the tiger, but the tiger did pass away. So I have to tell you, it's my own little, you know, ego self, I guess. I'm a, I'm a great animal rescuer and lover, and I thought, you know, you, you invited that tiger to the dance. You invaded that tiger, because the, the, the head of the zoo got on and said the male tiger was doing what he was supposed to do. He was defending his territory, and now he has died. Well, it's like the, buddy. The, the old idea of Saturn as this, this killer, destructive, evil force. But Absolutely. Saturn is a necessary evil, Mary. If we don't have that necessary component, then the mechanism doesn't work. It's like taking a cog out of the machine. Well, and, and look at the, the balance of polarities, you know, through the dark night of the soul, you know, through those people in our lives that betray us and, and deliberately lie to us and wound us and rip us off in a, in a host of ways, ultimately instead of you letting it make you bitter, you let it make you better and you rise above it. Now they may lose access to the privilege of me and my energies. I have no problem with my Scorpio stellium delivering a guillotine. I'm out, you know, just like on Shark Tank, it's a no for me, I'm out. <laughs> they don't get to have me in their life anymore. Bye-bye now. But I am, I am enhanced by that experience of those 
haunting dark things yes. that they attempted to, to throw those, those uh, unfettered arrows into my aura. So to your point, when we, I, I believe with 2022, back to the Pisces Capricorn dynamic, as we go into the first quarter of this year, Capricorn is absolutely at the highest octave. We've been dealing with that stellium since the spring of 2020, that, that once every 786 years of the lineup in Capricorn. So Capricorn is the devil in the, in the traditional tarot, but Capri- and Capricorn's got some pretty heavy myths about it in Roman and Greek uh, mythology, oh, yes. too. Oh, yes. but, but Saturn is also Kronos, Father Time. So when we see these little artistic symbols of the old guy with the beard and the scythe, that's the old year that's leaving, that's Saturnian, and the new infant is the one that's putting the boots on the ground to go forward. So it's like the purity of the innocent lamb or the innocent child, perhaps, maybe even Saturn's uh, uh, polarity sign of, of moon child. Well, let's let's answer the crib. Let, I want to go into that in more detail. Before we do, though, let's pause just for a moment because it's a shorter show tonight. I want to let everybody know that you're listening to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM, Saturday, Saturday mornings on uh, Aftermath. You can find the whole show archive on the website for both the weekday and the weekend shows. It's free to access, to listen. If you'd like to get the ad-free show, though, you can subscribe on the website. It's www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. Our guest tonight, Mary Ducina. Mary, before we go any further, I have a comment and a question about what you just said, but let everybody know their website. Where can they find you? MaryDucina.com? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, and on Facebook, it's Cosmic Conditions. is one of my holistic metaphysical pages they can go send a friend request to. It may be public by now. Who knows? <laughs> I've slept since then, Ryan. <laughs> well, MaryDucina.com. It's M-A-R-Y-D-U-S-I-N-A, MaryDucina.com. You can find that link also on our Facebook page at Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. Let me ask you about this in relation to Kronos and Saturn. When we're looking at what has happened in the last two years in contemporary times, applying uh, an astrological, a mythological, uh, an astrological uh, understanding to current events, what do yes. you think of, I don't know if you heard the show we did on the Omicron and that Ami is the little O, it is the beginning of the Kronos, which is the beginning of the end times. That could be cyclical, that could be something that is not mm-hmm. cyclical. It could mean a lot of things, but... The Omicron brings us into 2022. What do you think, if anything, that means or that implies? And what do you think in regards to everything that you've said so far? What do you think is the opportunity that we have with with so many things that are happening that make people feel small and isolated and like they have no power? What is this abundance and opportunity that gives us the power, perhaps, to, to get out of those chains, out of that bondage, out of the mouth of the tiger. Perfect. Perfect. Well stated. So the Omicron, so you have Om at the beginning of that. So we start with the great mystical chant, you know, that goes back far more ancient than the Pluto return for America happened between, you know, 248 years or 250 years. Pluto, Hades lord of the underworld in myth so the capricornian energy that started to be the expose of those that are snacking on the darkness or have sinister agendas because to your point there's going to you know god uh, great spirit god gives us free will so when we're in the earth realm we have free will to choose darkness or light by our intention and our willpower since we've had the lineup in 2020 
And to me, Omicron, it's almost like it's like it's, it's the variant that's, that's like the, how viruses mutate. And so Omicron is just like, hey, idiots, quit. you don't have to always get a booster. It's, it's your right to do so. But it's just me mutating. And that's why I'm weaker. Hello. That's why I'm not as bad as all the other stuff, whether you believe it's an engineered bioweapon or not. And I have my own opinions on that that I'll keep to myself right now. But the Capricorn energy that we're beginning with, you know, for America since, you know, especially since Pluto went in in 2008, then we had the big mortgage debacle and, and the corruption of, of the housing market that started in 2008. And then we had the, the, uh, the, the legal dictatorial, uh, dictatorial uh, Patriot Act that was signed after 9-11. So we started to see this stealthy movement of those that want to be the masters of the puppets around the world that are showing up to say, well, I'm a president or I'm a queen or I'm a king or I'm, I'm this or that. And what's happening with Capricorn is the tower card as well this year. Those that thought they got themselves securely put in an ivory tower like a Rothschild or a, Sor- or a Soros, those that think that they're unable to be touched. You know, when you, when you look at the history of the tarot, the tower card, think of an ivory tower, the image is this, it's, oh, it's surrounded by water and craggy rocks and there's crocodiles in the moat and there's all kinds of guards and they're high up in this tower and it, it's a 360 degree view that they can see if anyone is trying to come toward their ivory tower, their, their concrete castle in the sky, but there's a lightning bolt. That's hitting the tower and knocking their asses right out and of the who, tower. And who who throws that lightning bolt, Mary? It's Zeus, Thor, Donar. Right, right. But but also that card originally was called the lightning struck tower of God. The lightning struck tower of the supernatural or the divine decrees of almighty I am light. So it's a supernatural bolt, whether we take it into mythological, you know, Zeus is the hotshot Greek God. You know, Zeus is like, I can shapeshift into anything I want to. So what's happening is we have our gardens and on the medicine wheel that winter solstice starts north. And so north in the tarot is the ace of pentacles. The cardinal signs open up the seasons. For a mystic like me, the new year is spring equinox. That's the new year for me, but to each their own. So what's happening is with Jupiter by Jove, coming Zeus, coming to, to have a meetup with Neptune, when we have our first eclipse in April, when we have mid, in mid-January, when the nodes change to a yen, Taurus sign, the north node is going to be in Taurus. That gets along with all this Capricorn. Didn't have this back in 2020. Didn't have it. So now we have the nodes shifting to the currency of our redefining alchemically, what is worth it to me? What is my value? What, what really holds worth to me in this life walk? So we've got Capricorn being favored by Pisces. It's being favored by the North Node and Uranus, Uranus, in Taurus, the bull, the ox, and in Ezekiel's vision. And then we also have the South Node in Scorpio. And the United States, even though it's having its Pluto return, the United States is Cancer the Crab. That's a water sign. That's an oceanic creature. So the Pisces element is a trine, or the most favorable sacred geometry to the United States. And then we have all this Capricorn stuff that was originally being fought with by the elements of the Gemini and the Sag, and that fighting with the United States Sibley chart of a Sagittarius rising. We've got Mars in Sagittarius right now in January. So it's telling us, raise your damn bow and arrow Take your arrows of truth out of the quiver. The whole mythological thing around the centaur, Chiron, and the centaurs is they were healers. 
And so Chiron could heal everybody else, but yet his own wound kept opening. So he had a mission statement. He had a purpose of, of being half man and half horse, Sagittarius. He raises his arrow. The bow gets, uh, pulls the arrow back. He does not know where the arrow of fate is going to land, but he knows that his vision quest is going to be to find that arrow, and that is the path. That's the Black Pearl. That's Johnny Depp and the Black Pearl, the, the pirates. We are on a treasure map here. This year is a treasure map. Now, here's the good thing about the dark, sinister forces that actually just warms the roots of my hair, is that those that are evil, those that think they're running this country, those that think they can do their medical mandates and push back and contain our beloved Australia and New Zealand and Peru and Germany and all of this, you know what? Your day of reckoning is right now because Pluto, the lord of the underworld, didn't just snatch Persephone from Demetri. You know, all dark forces come take their due. They like to have a little drink of some humanoid adrenochrome too. So the dark forces are going, well done, bitch. Now you're mine. So I see this whole going into April of this year is we're going to see a lot of those that think and are, are lusty with power and drunk on their own ego erections and their importance. They're going to go down. They're going to go down. And I'm going to raise a toast of my elderberry liqueur going here, here, as I have another glass of my elderberry antiviral and a little bit of my oregano antiviral, a toast to your ability to get your comeuppance. Pluto the Lord of the Underworld, is going to take it down. Pisces is supernatural. So each of you, however, you, you've got to, be, you know, it's like row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life, Life is, but, is a but a dream. It's dream weaving. It's dream weaving. It's time for us to go, go listen to the old song by Gary Wright. Dreamweaver, go, go look at and redefine what your dreams mean to you. This is our year it's not a new chapter. It's a new book. We are, we, are, we are the directors. We're not the actor. We're not the actress. We're not just the writer. We are not limited. We are the director. And it's the director that slams down that black and white yin-yang clacker board and says, cut. And the director has the final say. I don't care how much the actors are paid. The director has the final cut to say, I want that scene done over. I want that scene longer. I want to cut that scene out of the film. And it ends up on the on the director's floor. So we are the directors. We are divine directors. Now you'll either step up into that position and have integrity and walk into the room with resplendent light and the imbuement of the almighty I am, great spirit, all that is, whatever you want to summon and conjure for yourself, as long as it is of the light, which means you can't fake it to make it anymore. If you're doing magic, you better take responsibility for what you're putting your eyes and your energetic signatures into. You want to draw a sigil? You want to do this? You want to do that? We're in, the, we're in the responsibility time of being able to go to the highest part of the mountain like the hermit in the tarot. We're able to be that mountain goat that isn't limited anymore with the dolphin tail. The dolphin is the Pisces. The Capricorn is able to get to the highest view and say, I surrender to whatever I always was as a light being, and I surrender and I take up my magic walking stick of truth, and I am light, and I am truth, and it all matters, and I know it now. The veils are lifted off my so, eyes. So, Mary, and, then can you answer this question? Maybe it's an opinion. Maybe you have something that you can also support outside of an opinion. What do you think, and I don't know if you heard us talking about this on the show recently either, what do you think of this cultural shift 
into having uh, particularly young people invested in, let's call it magic with quotations, where they're using sigils and incantations, etc., in order to advance their mostly uninformed, some are informed, I guess, in, in some ways, uh, political ideologies to bind their political rivals or to get something material that they want and desire. It sounds like with the decline of a lot of institutional religion, the focus is shifting to a form of what I call black magic. And now with NASA, I read this thing about NASA's James Webb telescope. They're saying that the telescope is going to rewrite sacred texts. And I thought this really doesn't have anything to do with institutional religion so much as it has to do with undermining people's faith in the spirit right. and corrupting right. that which is sacred. Okay, so the dark force is the, is the chaos and the corruption. I, can't, I, I get this a little dyslexic. Somewhere in the old, it's either Job 1-4 or 4-1. I'm sure there would be people out there to look it up. But when Satan is asked, Satan, from whence dost thou come? Dark force, however you want to name it. From whence dost thou come? And the answer is, I am the back and forth and the to and fro, and I walk all about the world. I walk all about the earth. So it's chaos, it's confusion, it's divisiveness, it's vitriol, it's blame, it's shame. It's to try to take someone's beautiful, erect, bright, auric light and emanations of the body and try to whip it and try to condemn it and try to to beguile it and to try to bewitch it. So if someone's doing sigils and someone's doing uh, nature magic, but their heart chakra is filled with light and there's violet and gold and they're meditating and they honor our mother. You can have a biological mother, but you are living on the mother. You're a mother earth, a grandmother moon and your mother earth. Yeah, that's who's hosting you for as an earth citizen. And if you are not good to your earth mother, if you think you know more than the earth mother, watch what will come. Watch what element will come to put you back in your place. There will be, you know, there will be a boomerang effect. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and even in, even in, in uh, Wicca, what, be careful of what thou cast. It comes back to the thrice fold. Yeah, that's something so that... You don't play around with things without inviting in the spirit, the energetic signature of, of however you do prayer or however you do ceremonial blessing. And if you're, it's a blessing way. It's a bridge. I honor you. I honor this. I honor how my words are going out into the ethers. This is an air element that we're doing, Ryan. The audience has listening. The audience is, is speaking. The audience may be texting or writing. But we are moving magic with our breath, with our words. And as it goes across the air waves, we are doing Aquarian work whenever we're doing airwave work whenever you're doing podcast or broadcast or or replaying something we are working with the element of air and the fire of our soul airbending then well, i guess being a radio host means that i'm an airbender absolutely <laughs> but air magician an, an air, air magician. magician i mean you know it's, it's it's more than the nimbus 2000 harry potter was so excited to get you know <laughs> this is about this is about no matter what they're trying no matter what they are trying to tell you or i of how the world is and what matters and what you should ascribe to and what you should believe and what you shouldn't do that the true answer it's not the chaos of the relatives that disagree with you or the friends that want to reject you. The true magic is, are you listening 
to the inside uh, flow of your soul and the fire of your spirit? And, and are you, what work are you doing to develop your intuition, your inner school, your inner verse, intuition? I am in school with the great I am. I am in school with the invisible to the naked eye, to the two eyes. I'm in school with my third eye. I'm opening up my pineal. I'm, I'm allowing, as Edgar Cayce said, the golden and the silver cords of while I'm encased in, 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 in this body to be reinvigorated and I'm allowing, however you want to call it, Buddha, Krishna, uh, Zoroasterism, whatever it is, if you are living the light of that, if you are functioning as an antenna of that, and if you are seeing nature, the great spirit and, and father, son, and grandfather, Scott, they'll all show you up in, in, in incredible manifestations in ways of whether the work that you're doing is good or you're going and you're getting derailed because you're going at cross purposes with yourself. I think we can simplify it to this. The year of the tiger 2022 provides us with an opportunity to either become the victims of the tiger or to utilize the essence and the power of the tiger to become the tiger. I think that's the way that we can reduce this victim instead of victim consciousness, be victory. And you know what? I can pet the tiger. I can feed the tiger. I respect the tiger as my totem. I welcome the tiger as my totem and woe be on anyone else that tries to come near the tiger with any kind of haunted or deleterious energies because I rebuke that and the tiger knows it for me. I've got the, I've got the yin yang. I've got the white tiger and the black tiger right by my side going, thank you. And that makes us the tiger Kings and tiger Queens. (laughs) <laughs> without all the trailer tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Mary Ducina is our guest this evening. Mary, thank you so much for joining us. We've got maybe about a minute and a half. If there's anything else that you would like to say to our audience, the first time you've been on The Secret Teachings, it's been a long time coming. We'll have you back on plenty of times. You've got about 90 seconds, though. Go ahead. I will next appear with our wonderful uh, station host, Joe Roop, our beloved Joe Roop, Captain Joe, our Captain Aries. I will be on January the 3rd, Eastern Time, Midnight, Pacific Time, 9 p.m. We will be doing the New Moon show. That's Capricorn Energies, and I'll be going through all the signs. And so I honor, I honor the airwaves. I honor you and the work that you do and all that you love. I honor all of you out there. I speak blessings upon this new year, upon you. 2022, it's up to you. Aho. Amen. Mary Ducina, thank you so much for joining us. That's Mary Ducina, D-U-S-I-N-A dot com. Mary dot com. It's linked up. The website is on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. You can find our archive on the website at the secret info for this show, the secret teachings Monday through Friday. And there is also now a free archive for the weekend show, TST Weekends. Our weekend show airs Saturday mornings for one hour on Aftermath FM, and then it is posted on our website at thesecretteachings.info. You can listen for free on pretty much every platform, CastBox, Deezer, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spreaker. But if you want to get the ad-free show, subscribe to the archive on that same website. You'll get access to all the shows, including all of our old shows. You'll get a private RSS feed. You'll get a login for the website. You'll get montages, and you'll get copies of my digital books. Occult Arcana is the book I would recommend tonight. It, I think it, it essentially encompasses the essence of everything that Mary said tonight and the essence of everything that is the basis for the secret teachings as we proceed through the turning of the wheel into a new year, 2022, the year of the tiger. Either become a victim 
or utilize the tiger to become victorious. Mary, thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Buy Ryan's books. They're wonderful. I have them. Thank you very much, Mary. MaryDucina.com. That's MaryDucina.com. We'll have Mary back on the show somewhat very soon here in the new year www.thesecretteachings.info if you'd like to contact us rdgable at yahoo.com that's rdgable at yahoo.com also check out our affiliate sponsors Pro One Water Filters on the website and behind the scenes content on Patreon stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy and don't become a victim of the tiger in the new year The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the montage archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info.